and welcome. I'm Alan Hargraves and this is Recharge On Air. Well, the business landscape is littered with disasters based on expansion by acquisition. What seemed like a great idea to combine two small firms to make a much bigger one often leads to a smaller one or sometimes to none at all. Occasionally it's spectacular. American Online and Time Warner merged at the turn of the millennium, and yet in 2003 they wrote down the value of their combined entity by no less than $99 billion. Small businesses don't get it right either. When the dot-com boom ended, literally thousands of small firms went bust after basing their strategy on rolling up small enterprises with rough synergies. Yet you only have to look around to notice that many survivors are combined entities. Virtually every major bank has grown through acquisition. Most law firms or accounting practices that I knew in my youth now go under the name of of some merged entity. So what are the drivers behind this growth model? Well, there are many, but here are three. One, the risk can be lower. You can see what you are acquiring and whether it is already working before you buy it. Two, access to finance can be easier. If what you are buying is already working, banks and investors are more likely to provide money to acquire it at a reasonable price. And three, growth can be faster. Rather than building a new business line or customer base, you just buy it. So, if they're so good, why do so many fail? Well, the reasons are pretty much the opposite of the three I just mentioned. One, Rather than focusing on what's already working, the forecasts of the merged entity are often based on untested blue sky. That's always risky. Two, most failures can be sheeted back to paying just too much. And three, the need for speed overlooks the need for a cultural fit. Organic growth might be slower, but it is more likely to keep a successful culture intact. Buying into a completely contrary culture can be a recipe for a disaster. So, does that mean you should ignore the M&A approach entirely? Well, not necessarily. One way is to take a look in your own window rather than window shopping on someone else. Investigating an acquisition is a very rewarding way to review your own business strategy. Start the process by looking not at a target, but at your own business. What does it need? What does it do? How much can it afford? Is it an ideal target for someone else to take over? What would you have to do to make it so? Take a 360 degree view of your existing business landscape. Consider your stakeholders. Is there a business case for merging with, aligning with or taking over, for example, a supplier or a distributor? Look outside at well as well and not just at your competitors. Add some wildcards in unrelated businesses to get a lateral perspective on where you could take your business. Maybe it's somewhere different to where you thought you were going to go. You may already have organic expansion plans in place, but as an exercise, spend an hour considering acquisition as a real possibility. Think about your space, your competitors and your future. The end result may be that you eliminate acquisition as an option but your understanding of your own strategy will be much deeper as a result. I'm Alan Hargraves. This has been Recharge On Air. Thank you for listening.